0: Welcome to Gen Z Hoops. Today, we're going to work on some of the key coaching additions that have gone down in the NBA over the last few days, and some of the interesting hires that can take place over the next few days, weeks, or months during the during this, this new NBA offseason. Starting off with the Boston Celtics, the Celtics hired Brooklyn Nets long, uh, assistant Himeo Doka last Wednesday, which is going to be a pivotal hire for them as they move away from the Brad Stevens era. While Stevens did a wonderful job over his career well, as, as coach of the Celtics, leading their rebuilds from the 2008 championship team and bringing them back to the conference finals year after year, it's going to be interesting to see what this new shakeup is going to do for them with Stevens now taking a new front office role in a position he's never had. The Celtics have both Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown on the contract for the foreseeable future. And it's going to be interesting to see how email ties in the new recent addition of Al Horford, who's a player that, while he was in the Thunder last year, did inspire a lot of winning basketball at the beginning of the year with a team that finished miserably to end the season once he got injured. There's some young talent in this team that that Coach Doka is going to take over with Robert Williams the third headlining that 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 core. Obviously, of course, joined by Tatum and Brown, um, but also guys like Romeo Langford. Uh, Moses Brown coming over from the from the G League, a guy with some tremendous upside. It's amazing to see how these guys can all all play together. And then moving on to the to the Mavericks, they've recently parted ways with Rick Carlisle and recently hired Nico Harris as the new head of basketball operations. This is one of the most lucrative of all, of all the recently opened coaching jobs in the NBA because of uh, Luka Doncic uh, and the superstar talent they have over there in, in Dallas. Definitely curious to see how the, how they're able to fit. Um, all those pieces together, being that Rick Carlisle is obviously an amazing coach, winning the championship in 2011, getting the absolute most out of his talent during that run. And, and also the, the rest of the years he was he was in the West trying to fight um, through through the, the power struggle that is the Western Conference. It's definitely interesting to see how, if they're able to re-sign guys like Tim Hardaway Jr. and Boba Marjanovic, um, JJ Redick even, there's really some some uh, some work to do and uh, from the front office side, but also from the team building side uh, in order to build around Luka and allow them to have success for years to come. Then with the Pacers, after letting go of, ne- of Nate McMillan at the end of last season, who's now in the Eastern Conference finals with the Atlanta Hawks, they've since hired Rick Carlisle, who we just mentioned, uh, left the Dallas Mavericks after a, a very long, successful 10 plus year career there. But the Pacers are an interesting hire because they have a team with pieces that's never been able to put it together. Um, with the recent acquisition of Karis Levert, um, this last year over the trade deadline, Miles Turner, who may or may not be there next season. Um, the Pacers are definitely one of those teams, teams that with a guy like Sabonis, who's an all-star, and and really had they have something going there for, for a year or two to to be one of those really fun teams in the Conference, kind of harkening back to those 2013, 2014 Pacers that really were no one expected to burst onto the scene, but they did. And then finally moving on to the Portland Trailblazers. Uh, they recently parted ways with Terry Stotts after after him, him also having a, a very long career there and multiple playoff appearances. But with, quote-unquote, only one Western Conference Finals appearance, um, trying to get through the, the gaunt that is the Western Conference, um, it, it was kind of maybe concerning to the to Neil O'Shea and the Blazers front office that it was time for a change, being that while they had the second-ranked offense in the league this year, they also had the 29th-ranked defense. And something has to change on that front for the team to be successful, because if that defense even becomes average, they become one of the best teams in the league. Um, so with Damian Lowe and CJ McCollum still their contract for, for the foreseeable future of through 2025 even really all about getting the most out of guys like anthony simmons and asir little who maybe aren't the biggest names now but at their incredibly young age they're definitely guys that that whoever takes over this coaching up is going to really have to get the most out of um to really see that that push to the conference finals or maybe the finals in the future because we know we're going to get from damien loader and cj McCollum, assuming they're both there next year and not traded away but if you have that core intact you need to fill around with guys around that um especially on the defensive front to, to make this team successful Finishing off the Pelicans, it's going to be interesting to see where they go after firing Stan Van Gundy. He was kind of brought in um, to to let, have this young team buying on defense, buying on, on on their potential, and get the most out of it in this in this first season. Having not made the playoffs even with this expanded ten team format, it was difficult for the Pelicans to justify keeping Van Gundy. Uh, but really, they they've really been a team. That's heads a lot of coaching over the year with Alvin Gentry being fired last year after they were the eighth seed um, down in the bubble. And then I'm going to right before the season started and is already out the door. So whoever this next coach is, we would assume he'd have some job security being that it's, it's not definitely not a good look on the front office part to keep on cycling through head coaches, but it really is the biggest test for this head coach is how he manages the relationship with Zion Williamson. Um, Zion is, pride and joy of the pelicans organization and the last thing you, you uh, or the organization would need would be a coach to come in and in any way soil that so we'll be looking at how a coach is able to to, to use zion and maybe even use them in some of the the interesting sets that, that van gunner was able to use you know even unleashing points Zion the season and there's also other guys on the team that are super young like brandon ingram lonzo ball um jackson hayes a lot of guys that mila is gonna walk a few um they're intriguing prospects and guys you really want to develop now this season if you're able to do that as a coach Uh, you could see yourself in New Orleans long-term and and have a good culture there. So definitely a lot of interesting coaching acquisitions in the NBA over the last few days. And we'll definitely be keeping you updated here on Gen Z Hoops on, on where coaches move next and what this means for the rest of the league.